0: Bio podcast. At Optimal Bio, we don't just balance your hormones, we balance your whole body. Our conversations range from nutrition to medicine with an emphasis on wellness tips to support your health journey. If you like what you hear, find us on the web at optimalbio.com and follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Optimal Bio's Wellness Series. I'm excited today to have Nishal Kumar as our special guest. Um, super excited because he's got some phenomenal products that I think you'll be very interested in learning about. But I'm also excited as a fellow entrepreneur to talk to him about how he got started and his journey and and what have you. So, usually, uh, so welcome, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks so much, Jim. Excited to uh, to chat with you today, and, and really looking forward to it.
1: So usually I just kick it back over to you and uh, let you do a little uh, intro of yourself and, and your background and what have you, and then we kind of just wing it from there. So uh, I'll turn it over to you.
2: Love it. So um, like Jim said, my name is Nishal Kumar. I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, you know, very passionate about science solving problems. Um, I have a degree, uh, a uh, bachelor's degree, sorry, in uh, in science, uh, geophysics, and, and commerce. Um, I've worked in engineering, I've worked in sales and marketing roles for for Tesla, um, and then I've also started a couple of my own businesses as well. Uh, really got going as an entrepreneur in uh, in, in creating a, a brand called EV Items, which was actually a uh, Tesla aftermarket parts business. Um, and I did that shortly after leaving the company. Uh, you know, automated that a bit, and then had a little bit more time on my hands, and uh, decided to start No Days Wasted as as really a, well, what started as a personal science experiment for myself, um, and turned and involved, uh, evolved into a business.
1: So how'd you get the name? No days wasted.
2: Um, so to give a little context, we started off just as our hero product DHM detox and naming that was I find i'm I'm not really good with naming things. so when it comes to having a child down the road, I don't think I'm gonna be in charge of of naming <laughs> them. I'll leave that to to my wife, my future wife. Um, <laughs> but uh, DHM detox actually came to be um, because we wanted to own we found DHM as a very powerful ingredient um, that wasn't being used a whole lot um, it it'd been used for centuries um, in traditional Chinese medicine um, and as a very powerful antioxidant but uh, you know, it was kind of in its infancy in North America, um, in its widespread use. So, uh, DHM had to be in the name from a search perspective, owning sort of the search, um, and then detox, it helps detoxify and break down the toxins associated with alcohol. So that's how it came to be. Um, after that, you know, started with that standalone product and then learned, you know, about branding and how you build a brand and naming, um, and, and really the messaging. So no days wasted was kind of our, our little mantra behind the scenes of, you know, like we don't like wasting time. We f- like maximizing all life's moments, feeling our best all the time. So it kind of just came organically.
1: That's pretty cool. So take me back. Um, you said you love science. Um, when did you, you know, figure out that you love science where you, you know, five years old and you love going out and, you know, looking at nature and checking out the sticks and the leaves and everything, or, you know, was there a certain moment in time, you know, where, you know, you knew your path was going to be centered around science to some extent?
2: Yeah, it's pretty wild because, um, call it in elementary school. I loved math and I actually loved social studies. Um, and sort of like the more the political sciences and learning about, um, civilizations that came to be before us. But I actually didn't do all too well in science class. Um, I just didn't really, I don't know. I, I wasn't too keen on it, but then high school came around and the courses got more structured. Uh, we started to really segment between biology, chemistry, physics, and I realized I really cared a lot for chemistry. Um, and I started watching actually house, uh, Dr. House, the, the TV show. And I'm like, this is so cool. You know, you can be this diagnostician solving problems, um, really glorified being a doctor for me. Um, so at that point I was like, Hey, this is cool. Let's, let's learn more about science. Let's immerse ourselves more in chemistry, biology, the building blocks of life. And, you know, um, and then I, I truly became passionate about it through that TV show. Um, and which, you know, led me down to continue to study it and, and want to, you know, pursue being a doctor. Um, but uh, eventually I, I, it, that didn't happen because I had, like a little bit more balance in my life and I didn't have the time to commit. But, um, yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, that just a really awesome show um, is kind of what what pushed me in that direction.
1: Cool. Hey, what's his name? Jeffrey Laurie? I think it was that the actor's name or I know. It was- uh,
2: Hugh Hugh Laurie.
1: Hugh Hugh Laurie. Laurie, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I liked House too. I, I, you know, the thing that was ironic about it is he's fixing everybody else, but he really couldn't fix himself, right? And um, uh, his demeanor obviously wasn't somebody I'd be pumped up about. But I guess if I'm on my last resort, you know, I'll take what I can get at that point in time. But it was a pretty cool show. Uh, All right. So you're. Yeah. So you're getting. You know. You kind of got a little inspiration going and everything else and you go off to university. And um, uh, the when you're in university, are you thinking at some point in time that you're potentially gonna own your own business someday? Or are you thinking more about going to work for a high tech company such as Tesla and getting a really good job and, and going down that route?
2: Yeah, you know what? Um, I've been basically running little businesses since the playground of elementary school you know, I started initially with, um, you know, up, up in Canada and they didn't, we didn't have those, uh, Lance Armstrong had those live Strong bracelets that were so, uh, like everyone was wearing them at one point. Um, and then Nike came out with all their, the baller sort of band, same sort of bracelet concept. And I would buy those, get those from the States and I'd sell them up in Canada on the playground to so buy them for a dollar, sell them for three. And that's kind of how the entrepreneurial side of things came to be. Also, there are things like, um, uh, there were different candies down in the states uh like Laffy Taffy and Nerds Rope and that kind of fun stuff we didn't have that in Canada either so i'd buy them for a quarter and sell them for a, for a dollar uh, on the playground too so that's how the entrepreneurial uh sort of foundation started uh it started kind of like i think the age of 10 um and my locker was just loaded with with goodies for other kids really um and then my 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 piggy bank or my little coin jar was just filling up quickly. I had, you know, we have loonies and toonies, so $1 and $2 coins. Uh, I was just filling up with $1 and $2 coins up here. Um, so that's how that started. But then, you know, I never thought that could be a foundation for something for a career. You, you know, you're a kid, you don't get paid a an allowance or a big allowance or anything of that sort. Um, and you're just being resourceful, um, and just having fun. Right. Um, So, but then when things, you know, in university, I initially wanted to be a doctor. I thought that'd be the path after my first year. You know, I think I had, I think the standard was, you got to be above an 85% average. Um, I think I was sitting at like 74 after my first year. I'm like, oh man, Um, well, maybe, you know, maybe I should have had a couple more nights in, or I should have, you know, cut back on some extracurriculars like sports and whatnot and spent more time in the library. And I realized, you know, that's not me. I, I love to play basketball. I love to stay fit. Um, you know, movement, I think, is so critical in your your mental and, and physical health. Um, and, and those are, you know, two are very intertwined. Um, and it's a big part of my, my lifestyle. So I, I didn't want to really change that. Um, so I wanted to stay in science, uh, chemistry, and biology uh, is, is what I was in initially. And I ended up transferring into geophysics and commerce um a little commerce minor um because i wanted to stay in science and do something applied and i learned you know what there's a lot of job prospects in whether it be resource exploration um or you know earthquake sort of research and prevention or you know predicting the next seismic event um and geophysics seemed very compelling uh, so I jumped into that um, and I thought I'd be doing something nine to five, working for an engineering firm. Uh, but actually I got a summer job by chance with Tesla. Uh, and they were just opening up operations on the ground in Vancouver. First store, you know, we, I was part of, I was one of the originally hires here uh, at Tesla in Vancouver and which is now the, actually the biggest Tesla market per capita in in North America. So it's pretty wild. Um, and so I got that job. It actually taught me a lot though, of how to be super gritty. Um, it's funny. You think of Tesla, you're like, it's this massive company now, but back then it had about a $40 billion market cap, which is still huge. But in Canada, we had no support. Uh, we were like on it, we were on an Island. Um, so my boss there, she was awesome. She was very, very scrappy and taught us to, to dig deep and, think outside of the box, get creative. How are we going to educate the masses about an electric car company? Um, you know, just w- with minimal resources. So we, we were very resourceful, um, and it felt like we were running our own little startup up in here, up in Canada and, you know, and uh, yeah, it, it was, it was quite interesting. So that kind of was the foundation for, you know, some of the, uh, the next steps in, in life, um, during my, my career. But um, after that, I left Tesla after about a year and a half uh, or just just under two years, sorry. And then um, I worked in engineering and I was working in the nine to five life and I thought it was a life for me. And I, I, you know what, I was fighting tooth and nail, actually running it like my own business Uh, as a geophysicist. I was the first hire with no experience um, and then grew it from me to four people in a year. And um, running it like my own business, cared way too much. I wasn't really feeling like I was getting rewarded in the right ways. So, uh, you know, I had to, ma- I had to make a little bit of a jump.
1: So when you made that jump, you know, you mentioned before, you're pretty active and you like basketball and you like to exercise and what have you. Um, is there some moment that, that triggered this thought, um, to start no days wasted and come up with the, these hydrating products, uh, or is it was just pure luck, where it's just some one day, you know, something happened and and you went from there.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think it was a personal science experiment that was turned into a business really. Um, the foundation of, of science and being passionate about that all through, you know, high school and university was really important. Uh, being able to say, Hey, if I have a question, about something. So, so to give a little more context, you know, you always listen to friends, um, hey, after having a few drinks, make sure you're loading up on B vitamins or drinking a bunch of water or having a, you know, really high sugar, high electrolyte sports beverage or something like that. And I came to realize none of that stuff really worked too well. Um, so I dove deep into the science. Whenever I had a question, I would access, you know, our uh, a, a database of, of literature, of scientific literature, published literature that's out there. That would, uh, you know, sh- showcase all the studies really that have been done on the topics and different ingredients. And I came across some ingredients that seemed very promising, you know, D H M L, cysteine, uh, milk thistle, prickly pear. And I said, hey, these seem like really incredible ingredients. How do we, how do we, in- you know, what products are out there? What can I try? There seemed to be nothing really available. Um, you could get capsules of of certain things one-off here and there. But I so said, we need to optim- create an optimized formula. I'm going to test it on myself and my friends. So I started ordering raw materials, um, like the bulk powders and all that. And it just, you know, it was a really a personal science experiment. My my lab was my kitchen to start. And uh, we went from there.
1: Is the... So, so just um, I'm serious when I ask this question. So was the genesis of it more about hangover protection, um, you know, post post party the night before. Um, or was it more, or did it, do you want to solve that problem? But then you were also thinking, um, about, you know, hydration through athletic activity and, and, and eventually I'm S I'm sure you're thinking big where, you know, your drink then supplants Gatorade, for example, or Powerade, you know, going forward. Is that, you know, kind of walk us through that process.
2: Totally. So, one of the things I actually learned was that um, the toxins associated with alcohol are 80% of the problem. And there was a big misconception about that. So, alcohol is a poison. It's broken down into something 20 times more toxic than itself called acetaldehyde. And that is what builds up in your system and reaches peak levels the next morning when you wake up. So, your liver enzymes, uh, ADH um, breaks down alcohol, and ALDH breaks down acetaldehyde. Problem is, ALDH performs very, very poorly. So that's what I came to learn in some of the science um, and then said, hey ha- how do we you know boost the effectiveness of, of those enzymes? Um, with that being said, so uh, the focus was less on the hydration front, it was more on the detoxification front and and clearing this misconception that you know alcohol, the only solution for um, call it reducing the negative after effects of alcohol is hydration. It is, you know, getting ahead of the problem, being uh, very forward-thinking, and and you know, getting a jump on the whole thing, and, and reducing the, tox- the buildup of toxins. So that was the focus. Um, and when I came, when I came to realize that, that's like the light bulb sort of moment. And it was like, hey, okay, we have something here that's unique, rather than targeting you know the big sports beverage brands that crush it, right? Uh, and that's not even the arena we want to play in.
1: Okay. So I guess a couple of things. One, having that giant glass of water before you go to bed after you you've drank doesn't really do you much good. And then two, um, next day when you're feeling bad, people assume that by drinking water, it's they're solving a hydrating issue. But we're, what they're really doing is flushing out the toxins through water. But it's a very slow process, and that's why people with severe hangovers take you know the majority of the day to to get rid of most of those toxins as a lay person. Is that how I'm reading that?
2: Well, the the truth is actually it just takes, it'll take longer uh, for those toxins to be broken down and, and kind of, um, excreted out of your system through sweat and, um, going to the bathroom and whatnot. But, um, you still need to hydrate. That's 20% of the problem. Uh, I think that's the more obvious part of the problem to solve because we do eat salty foods, right? We do drink water in tandem, or we do naturally drink like uh, drink electrolytes and things like that. Um, we actually have our own electrolyte, uh, products as well. That's that 20%, but really the 80% being, being DHM detox is the, the two capsules you take while, while drinking. Got
1: it. Got it. Okay. Um, why does the liver do a bad job of of getting rid of those toxins?
2: Well, it's not actually the uh, the liver itself; it's the, the enzymes, the liver enzymes. Um, so the truth is, um, our bodies aren't designed to to consume the way we consume. Um, and I'm not even talking about like we don't encourage binging at all. It's all about balance, right? It's finding sure. your balance. There's social activities in the evening. There's celebrations. There's things that you know what um, you know you don't necessarily want to miss out on. Um, and sometimes it, they involve a drink or two. Um, but with that being said, the liver, um, the liver wasn't designed for this, um, and the enzymes it produces aren't either. Um, you know, alcohol ultimately, and this is a big part of uh, the education with the brand, um, and our social responsibility is to to let people know, hey, look, you know, the consuming alcohol is not good for you. Um, but if you're gonna do it, make sure that you you know you're aware of, of the impact. Um, and there's a reason you don't feel so hot the next day. Um, but if you can break down those toxins, um, and basically the, the product acts as a cofactor for the enzymes, it improves the function of it. Um, and it has to do a a lot with the, the rate of consumption usually, and, and also, um, the volume, um, and naturally our body doesn't like that. So that's why those enzymes don't, don't perform so well.
1: So just to clarify for our audience, um, you're not a compound pharmaceutical for example um the dhm detox is what similar to let's say you know vitamin d3 or some other type of of supplement is that is that 100 yeah it's a
2: herbal it's a herbal supplement um essentially it's a blend of very powerful antioxidants anti-inflammatories um and and herbal vegan ingredients um you know for example, DHM actually is a beautiful ingredient. It comes from some, uh, one of the sources of it is, is Hovenia dulcis. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a Japanese raisin tree. So basically a tree that bears shriveled up fruit and it's been used in Asia for centuries. They actually used to take, um, uh, take the, uh, you know, the, the, the plant and steep it into a tea at, at the end of their night. Um, and that would you know uh, that would help a lot in, in feeling better the next day. So you know it's coming from traditional Chinese herbal herbal medicine, but there is a, a pretty solid uh, science leg to stand on.
1: So you had these great ideas, and you have this product in mind. Um, now let's talk a little bit about the the tactics behind that, and not necessarily the branding piece of it, but just getting the ingredients and then getting it manufactured and so on and so forth. How does that work?
2: Um, that was interesting because. I didn't know a whole lot, but actually I got really lucky when I was working at, uh, the engineering firm I was working at, uh, a friend of mine said, Hey, I'm going for a a site visit of this supplement manufacturing facility. Um, you know, I'd love for you to come just tag along and you can see what's, you know, what, what it's all about. I'm like, ah, it's interesting, but like supplements, you know, I take some protein powder here and there after a workout, but you know, okay, cool. I'll come along, whatever. Right. I didn't think too much into it, got the whole tour. I, I, and then, you know, a year and a half later, it comes out that like, Hey, you know, what, I have an idea for a supplement. So, um, and not just an idea sort of, we've, you know, I've brute forced it as much as, as I could on the back end. Um, and, and really that, that experience in visiting gave me a lot of insight into how to approach it. Who do I need to talk to? What kind of uh, you know co-packer uh, co-manufacturer do I need? Uh, where should they be based? Um, you know what are volume minimums? What scale do these guys operate on? How much money is needed? Um, so that evolved into me finding uh, a manufacturer and then doing uh, planning an initial run and having that uh, initial run be fueled by a crowdfunding campaign that I did on Indiegogo. So I said, okay, I don't really have much money. I had like five, 10 grand saved up from, from my job. Um, and, uh, I was like, okay, let, let's put that in. Let's take it as far as we can. And then the rest will crowdfund the the first production run and did just that in, in 45 days, had, uh, about $32,000 in, in sales. Wow.
1: And is the crowdfund equity or is, or is it, is it a, a convertible note or what's the process to return the money? I guess.
2: Yeah. The actual, the actual process is that we were providing the product uh, as a pre-order with a heavy heavy discount so there's no equity no no anything of that nature um crowdfunding is a beautiful uh beautiful idea uh, using like an indiegogo or a kickstarter because if you have a product-based business you and you're able to produce it um basically the customers are pre-ordering to fund your first production run wow it's a great idea. Yeah. And, and you set that expectation. So like most of the time, you know, they don't expect to receive anything for about six months. Right. But they're, they're interested in backing, you know, uh, an entrepreneur or you, you got to do a good job of storytelling and, and t- you know, indicating what problem you're solving and, and really all the marketing side of things still exists, but the platform t- also does a good job of assisting you with that.
1: And are you manufacturing out of Canada?
2: We actually manufacture in the U S so oh, you do. Okay. uh manufacture and distribute in the U S that's our, our key market. And, um, you know, I'm just grateful to, to live in Vancouver and have this be my home base. Uh, but most of what we do is down, down in the States.
1: Wow. Uh, which state are you manufacturing out of?
2: We're actually just in the Northeast. So I'm um, not too far from, from your neck of the woods. Got it.
1: Got it. Good stuff. Um, and then when did you decide to expand to other products?
2: Um, so we actually had the original DHM detox, um, as a standalone product. And it was very sciencey looking. And, you know, I thought people cared about the science, but they really just wanted to know that we knew what we were doing. Um, but, uh, we ended up doing a rebrand and this is to the logo and and sort of the, the look and feel that you see behind me today. Um, and into what we have here. Uh, and that happened in the summer of 2020 that actually, you know, uh, right on the onset of COVID, we saw it as an opportunity to take a step back, um, figure out our messaging. How can we, you know, better share our story with our audience, um, and also internally will help build a bigger audience. Um, and there was a great opportunity with some very talented people that just started their own agency. We were their first client. Um, and we just made it happen summer of 2020. So we did that rebrand um, and also decided we're going to launch a new product alongside of it. So we brought our hydration replenisher out, which is an electrolyte drink mix with immune support ingredients, uh, but also quite a bit lower sugar content, only five grams of sugar compared to some of the, the other um, you know sports drinks out there and other electrolyte mixes. Um, so we brought that on October 2020 when we launched that rebrand.
1: So looking back on it, was COVID good for you? Where it gave you a chance to rebrand and reset and be ready when the market opened up again.
2: You know what? I, that's a great question. I think for a lot of people, and myself, you know, myself and Noting Waste included, there was a silver lining to COVID um, because it allow allows you to take a step back and and really figure out what you're doing. Right, slow slow down for a minute here, and and just ensure that you are very deliberate in doing the right thing. So I would say, yeah, it, in, in a way it was, it was pretty foundational for us.
1: Yeah. I think we felt the same way with optimal bio. I mean, when, you know, the first um, you know, back in March of 20, when, you know, they did the old you know two week shutdown that turned out to be a lot longer than that. Um, yep. you know, we were concerned because, uh, our, our, our company really is to try to put people in optimal health and, um, it's not backed by insurance, so it's it's a cash pay business. And um, you know, with everybody home and you know, quote unquote, locked down, um, you know, we did we did see a little bit of a dip in in March, but then April, um, you know, we we it came back really strong. And I think one of the things that we did was, you know, we looked at the science, we looked at the data, and um, obviously the the less obese, the healthier you are, you know, the Mm -hmm. more likely that if you were to get COVID, you know, you would recover. And then obviously looking at the statistics over time, where there literally is a 99% recovery rate for the majority of the population, um, you know, that helped us, uh, you know, send out content and, and, and brand in that regard. And that then got, um, a lot of our, our, our patients back, you know, to coming on a regular basis. So, um, we were there for us too, there was a silver lining, you know, in that as well. Um, And like I said, our belief is we really, we believe in health and we, we don't want you going to the doctor. We don't want you to get sick. And uh, if we can help you balance your hormones and, you know, we can provide, you know, supplements and and wellness advice to you as well, then hopefully, you know, you're, you're protecting yourself. Um, There's no guarantees obviously, but you're in a much better situation.
2: Yeah. I think that's important. Like, you know, COVID, it it really forced a lot of people to focus on their health and understand the things that, uh, you know, what, what makes you a healthy person, right? And maybe some of your habits that you need to either cut back on or or eliminate completely, right?
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, we at at Ultima Bio got a little frustrated because it's in the States, at least we felt that uh, some of our health leaders should have been out there telling people actually to go outside, you know, to go walk around the block, to exercise and, you know, to to eat a better balanced diet, you know, during that time. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people, you know, didn't get that message because it wasn't given. And as a result, they ended up gaining the the kind of joke about it down here, but, you know, the COVID-15 or what have you. And, yeah. um, and that just actually made them, you know, probably you know, more vulnerable than, than, than they would have uh, otherwise been. But, um, you know, with that being said, um, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, you, I, I obviously, you know, looked at your situation, had some opportunities and, and it seems like you're capitalizing on, on them at this point in time. So kind of give us a, an idea profile wise, you know, how many employees do you have right now? You know, what are some of the, you know, um, your, your expansion opportunities, you know, what do you see yourself in three or four years?
2: Totally. Yeah. Ooh, actually, one point I wanted to touch on, I'm just going to show you a couple of our products here that sure. uh, we have they Um, immune support gummies. So one's vitamin D and then the other one is uh, vitamin C and zinc, um, with elderberry. Uh, but one of the things like you mentioned, you know, there was no narrative to push healthy living, um, and to make sure you're getting enough vitamin D you're getting, instead we were locked inside, right? We're locked inside, but really, we need sunshine. We're like plants. We're like flowers. We need to, we need to see the sun, right? Um, and I think that narrative is still not even being pushed, where by the health officials and leaders in this world, that hey, you need to take care of yourself. Here is the recommended daily exercise. Here is the recommended daily amount of vitamin D. Here's the you know vitamin C you should be taking. Here's zinc. Those three ingredients are so critical in your immune function. So it's funny. Um, you know, we need more of our people with platforms and voices to be pushing this because this is what's going to help us live longer. Right. Right. You can still cheat. You can have your cheat meals. You can do all that. That's fine. All in moderation and balance. It's totally fine. But the foundation is built on healthy living and a healthy lifestyle. So part of the reason why we came up with these gummies is because, you know, we thought it was a fun, playful way for people to take their vitamins um vitamin d c zinc and elderberry but uh just shifting gears there um for our company we've we've grown a bit you know we like to keep a lean team um, we have five people here in vancouver uh you know someone on the content creation side of things which i think is very important um in this day and age you can't be a good cpg brand without being able to tell a story and share you know who's behind the brand what you guys stand for, what you believe in. Right. Um, And then also we have uh, someone who heads up our marketing, uh, a marketing manager, also sort of a a customer success and operations manager, uh, a bit of a Swiss army knife, um, you know, who does it all. Uh, And then myself. um, So I wear many different hats as a CEO and then a graphic designer.
1: Sounds great. I mean, you, I'm glad you brought up your 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 vitamins as well because um, you know I'm going to go back to that because uh, you touched on a very important thing and the I remember being on a listening to a podcast, a live podcast with um, three or four doctors out of New York in this business network that I'm in, and we had an opportunity to ask questions. So it probably was around May timeframe of 2020, and um you know, obviously the narrative was just primarily about COVID and they were in New York City. So they were talking about, you know, the, the deaths and the caseloads that were up in that neck of the woods. And, um, so they're talking about some of the, you know, therapies that the doctors were trying at that point in time. And, you know, so I, I did ask a question, um, about D3 and about zinc Mm -hmm. and about C and, I'm thinking. I wonder if they're actually going to, you know, read this this question and, and get an answer. And to their credit, they did. And uh, all three doctors basically said the following: Well, we don't think it can hurt you. Um, so I guess because it can't hurt you, it's okay to take it. We just simply don't know if it's going to help you. And I'm thinking to myself: Every in our labs down here, the range. You know, if you're over thirty then you're, you know, considered good to go. That's the USDA recommended daily allowance. And, um, that basically prevents you from getting rickets, right? But Mm -hmm. your optimal levels should be anywhere from 60 to 80, uh, and hunter's not going to hurt you. And you, you really can't, um, unless you're going to pump, you know, 300, you know, um, I use daily, um, it's good. Excuse me. 300,000 I use daily, you're, you're not, yeah. you're going to be okay. Right. So, yep. um, but the funny thing is, you know, some of our patients then go back to their regular doctor, uh, to do physicals and what have you. And, you know, they're always testing their, their D3 now, their vitamin D rather. And you know, they're around 80 and the doctor's tell them they got to get it down because it might be toxic down the road. And, um, so I think thankfully, over time people are starting to get the message, but you know, it's still frustrating because there's this old line of thinking that, um, uh, we're still, you know, out in the sun all the time and, and we don't need a lot of supplementation when in reality, to your point earlier, you know, we're not really outside a lot. And on top of that, we were told not to go outside for you know five or six months. So, um, right. Anyhow, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, I, I did want to come back to that.
2: No, no, I, I totally agree with you. And, and even understanding like, Hey, what amount? I think something is very important. Uh, there's, uh, I, I, was listening to, uh, if you know, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She has, uh, she was mentioning about raising baseline vitamin C levels, um, and the amount of vitamin C you need to eat, you need to consume for it to even register and and bump your baseline vitamin C levels up. Um, and it's like the the bare bare minimum is 200 milligrams at a given. Time with one dose, um, so and that's just to, for it to move at all, right? So whenever I consume vitamin C now, I'm taking like uh, twenty five hundred milligrams at once because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know y- you want to you want to have you want to have a good healthy amount. Um, you want to boost those baseline levels up so your your immunity is is there and it's it's strong.
1: So did you have to? Uh, so obviously you, you mentioned uh, you have the gummy and what have you. Um, how did you perfect the taste to it?
2: Yeah, we we worked with some confectionery um, chemists as well, which is nice. the The nice thing about vitamin D actually is that uh, you know the the dosage is so low, right? We're we're talking micrograms, whereas most supplements are taken in milligrams or grams. Um, so micrograms are ten to the negative six of a gram. Uh, so it's such a insignificant, like from a, from a mass or volume perspective, the amount of vitamin D you actually need, uh, from a mass perspective is very low. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost untraceable. So you can take a tasty gummy and put, um, put vitamin D in there and not even know it's there.
1: So what's your number one seller right now?
2: Um, our number one sellers is, is without saying DHM detox. This is what our claim to fame is. This is, you know, it's, it's very applicable and, uh, to every, you know, I call it to weekly life for people. Um, and also it's something that really is unique because, um, there's not, I think this category, this alcohol health category or balance category is not super widely known. It's still sort of niche in a way. Um, and, but people are catching on. People are learning that there are products out there that can help them, you know, feel better. And they're, they're, they're getting educated uh, on some of the things that we're doing. So DHM detox without saying, uh, you know, uh, without question is our, uh, our number one seller. Um, and then the hydration is slightly behind that. And then, um, you know, the gummies, gummies do well uh, as well.
1: And where can you get this? Can you get this off Amazon or do you have to go direct to your site?
2: Yeah. So you can, uh, the best place is our website. Um, cause you can subscribe and save and get a, a wicked discount and all that. So that's just, that's no days or just Google no days wasted. Um, and then also we're on Amazon as well. So if you want it super quick, you can go uh, on Amazon and just search no days wasted. We are there. Um, also, if you need it very, very quick uh, for DHM Detox, we're on GoPuff, which is a, an awesome delivery platform. So it's a convenience delivery platform, but 20 minutes or less in most major cities in the, across the U.S.
1: Wow. Uh, like most companies we speak to these days, they seem to have supply chain issues here, you know, here and there. Um, how about you? Um, any issues in, in getting ingredients or being able to you know, get things out in a timely manner?
2: Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, costs are definitely rising in a big way. Um, so that, and they've risen uh, you know, already, but, uh, we, we continue to see some, some fluctuation there and, and uncertainty. Um, timelines have gone up as well. I mean, supplement industry is like, you're producing these large bulk quantities all at once. Um, and they've gone up, you know, a couple months. Um, so the important thing is to stay ahead of it. Um, you know, you never you want to sell out, but you never want to sell out and and not have product. Right. So that's kind of, kind of where we're at. Um, I think we're, we're doing a good job of staying on top of things and forecasting. Um, but the goal is to continue to grow, um, you know, really push into, into retail across the U S and be accessible at the point of sale when people are grocery shopping or, um, you know, at the liquor store or wherever the case may be. Um, but, uh, we, we've seen a bit, but not as bad as, um, you know, some other industries have been.
1: Yeah. We, um, ran into a little problem with our supplement supplier, um, with some of their, um, some of the supplements and, you know, there's like a three or four week wait, you know, and some of them at this point in time, thankfully it's not, you know, the main ones like D and C and zinc and what have you. Um, from an entrepreneur standpoint, you know, obviously you're launched, you know, you have product out there, you know, you're generating revenue. Uh, hopefully you're generating profit as well. Um, what are the goals? You know, where do you, where do you see this thing? You know, 10, 15 years, what do you see yourself? Um, you know, do you want to become the next, um, Bezos? Do you want to, you know, give it to your kids someday? Like what's your ultimate strategy?
2: Totally. You know, I'm very process oriented. Um, and, and delayed gratification is actually more important than instant gratification for me. Um, and I think that that actually came from playing basketball my whole life. And, and, you know, you really have to work day in day out at your craft to, to be good at it. Um, so, and, and I, you know, this is my sort of mantra is, is, is chop wood, carry water, uh, just kind of, you know, keep working towards it, do the things daily that make you great and make you special. Um, and, uh, but in terms of where we want to go, you know, we want to really be, um, accessible in, in all sales channels and really have the product where it's commonplace. Um, we want to be ubiquitous with solving some of the problems that we do. And, and, you know, one of them being, uh, you know, promoting balance around drinking and feeling better the next day. Um, so really the retail push is a big focus for us right now. Uh, we actually hired two salespeople, um, an awesome father son combo, uh, out of, out of, uh, Ohio. And, um, so we're excited for, for all that's to come there. Um, and actually just onboarded with one of the biggest, uh, natural products distributors in in the U S UNFI. So we'll be, we'll be ramping things up on that front for sure. Um, but you know what, just keep doing what we're doing, keep working at our craft, keep spreading the good word, great conversations like this really, really help us well. Um, in really getting the word out there. Yeah. So, I mean, stay process oriented, I want to grow this business. I want to employ more people. Um, but you know what things you never know where things are going to go. So if you, if you set an expectation, um, you want to be able to meet it. So I think aiming, aiming for the stars, going to the moon, that's, that's our goal. But, um, yeah, I, I think just staying in love with the process and making sure that we're waking up every day, having fun um, and and doing good good stuff.
1: So it sounds like you enjoy the journey of going through the process, right? Um, definitely. So all of us, when we're going through the journey and uh, you know whether we started something and it's two years later or you know it's twenty five years later, and then you're you're ready to exit at that that point in time. If you look at your situation right now, anything you would have done differently from start to now, if you could do it over again,
2: You know what? That's a wonderful question. I think, um, I think there are a ton of things I would have done differently, but at the same time, you learn so much from the way you did things that um, looking back in hindsight, it's everything helped you learn. Every mistake you made helped you learn and become better and gave you a better and broader understanding of, of what it may take to be successful and achieve your, your, your daily wins, weekly wins, yearly wins and, and, and your goals. Um, so I guess one of the things would be to, if there's anything specific, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. Um, I I don't think I, I don't think I would change a thing to be honest, just, just for that reason alone. Mm -hmm. Um, it's all very foundational and, and helps you get to the top. Um, the truth is, you know, life is very much like a sine wave. Um, or like any, you know, if you've ever been hooked up to an EKG heart rate monitor or seen someone hooked up to it, it goes up, down, up, down, beep, beep, beep. And that is life. That is business. That is everything we do. There's ups and there's downs. Right. Um, and the truth is if everything is the same all the time, um, it's, it's going to be it's flatline, right? It's just flat. It's the same, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's mediocre. So, and that means you're not living. So I, that's kind of how I approach things. I think it's, um, it keeps you very grounded, but allows you to be aware of when you are in a tough spot, um, and how to pull yourself out of that and understanding that, you know, what the challenges and the, the, uh, you know, whether it be small or bigger failures or, or setbacks are part of this process that is business that is life. Um, so yeah, wouldn't change a thing.
1: Ah, that's great um yeah I think in in you know my situation, you know, I was in the clinical research business, and we did uh oncology clinical trial work for uh biotech and pharmaceutical, not the big guys, but the emerging growth ones uh mostly in phase one, phase two, and uh we were a bootstrapper, you know, I was not a debt person at all, and um you know, so we kind of had this philosophy of grow as you go, and then finally, we got mm-hmm. big enough where we then started to acquire companies and I look back on it and had these opportunities to acquire businesses a lot sooner and potentially use, you know, some leverage to do that. And, uh, so for me, um, you know, when I look at my business, you know, I always think, ah, I should have just done a little bit quicker. Um, but it, again, it all worked out in the end. So I don't I don't have any regrets on that. And if you look at where we are with optimal bio, you know, we started out with one office and, you know, we're in five different locations, you know, throughout the Southeast and we're getting ready to expand. And, into the into South Carolina soon. Um so we're we're taking a little bit of a different strategy there and um uh you know the beauty of this business which I love is the fact that you know we have 330 million patients um, mm-hmm. potential patients, right? In my world, you know, we just had we had companies and we had um uh that were limited, you know, cuz they had to be funded by private equity or they had to be funded by venture capital. Um so it's it's I like the product business better, uh, although we're in services. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a service though. That's, it's more like a product. Um, so you're in Vancouver. Uh, sounds like you have some people that work for you that are in the States. Your manufacturing is in the States. So Mm -hmm. are you ever coming south?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I make frequent trips. So I'm there every, uh, every so often. I mean, we'll definitely have to get together for a beer or a cocktail or a coffee. Um, one of these, one of these days. I actually, I haven't been to North Carolina before, so um, you know, here's a, here's a reason to come make a visit.
1: Well, if I get together with a beer, I'll make sure I have the D H M t- detox first. Um, you, you got <laughs> it. Hey, so you mentioned basketball. Uh, what's your favorite yeah. basketball team?
2: So, unfortunately, my favorite teams have both been taken from me. So the Vancouver Grizzlies obviously are in Memphis, and the Seattle Sonics are the Oklahoma City Thunder. So. You know, I'm a, I'm a lover of the game and when it's played well, and uh, there's so much talent in the league these days. So I don't necessarily have a favorite team, uh, but I'm a three point shooter. have been my whole life. My favorite player of all time is Reggie Miller from the Indiana Pacers. Very loyal guy played, uh, you know, played 18 years in the league and um, with one team and really paved the way for three point shooters, I'd say. Um, So I really enjoy watching Steph Curry for that reason. Uh, he's the things he does beyond the arc is, you know, it's just, it's mind boggling sometimes mm-hmm. to watch. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, really just a lover of the game. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of agnostic in that way. Um, but if I had to pick two teams that I'm cheering for, I think golden state, um, from the, out of the West. And I like, uh, I like Milwaukee as well. Um, I like Giannis and his approach. He's very humble. He's very, um, uh, he takes that chop wood, carry water mentality, uh, with him. And, uh, also it came from, you know, a very interesting background. A lot of, you know, came from poverty and Greece and from nothing. It's just beautiful to see how, uh, how far you can come in life and, and still, you know, still just keep going and, and carry through that, uh, that foundational mentality all the way through. So it that's, that's where I'm at with basketball.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I was glad to see him win last year and, um, it's watching this magic Johnson special on Hulu. And then of course the, you know, entertaining one, um, that's, you know, some of it's based on fact and some of it's fiction on HBO at this point in time, but seeing highlights and looking back in the game and how it's evolved over the years. And, but more importantly, especially in the documentary side, just how much he wanted to win. Right. And he will, yeah. you know, victory out of defeat sometimes in the games. And that's how I felt Giannis did last year in the, in the championship series. Um, Deeper question for you: How does basketball and what you learned about basketball um, correlate to your business at this point in time?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's very, um, you know, there's so many parallels between basketball and business, uh, and it it really instills uh, that work ethic. So you have to be able to to work hard, um, and and also you know good things take time you're not going to you're not going to have a great jump shot uh by spending 3 hours in the gym once right you're going to have a great jump shot by working on it day in day out um so same goes for the business uh and that's kind of you know growing up from the age of 4 years old um i played basketball and i learned that along the way um you know sort of the easy and the hard way it, Uh, and, and really was so diligent in playing basketball and where I, I became a shooter and I was obsessed with it. Um, and, and I know what it takes on that front. So I've just transferred that over into my business life and being obsessed with the process and, and working on, on myself in the business. Um, you know, those parallels are, it's unmatched really.
1: So were you a little bit of a fish out of water in Vancouver? Um, you know, being more of a, well, being a basketball player as opposed to, let's say, a hockey player or, you know, some other, you know, winter in outdoor sport?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I spent my days um, in the, in the gym, you know, shooting hoops rather than being on a ski hill after school and that, and that kind of thing. Um, So all my buddies would, they learned to do these crazy flips and 360s and all that off, off jumps. And I'm like, now when I ski, I'm like, hey, I just want to make it down the mountain. I will <laughs> go fast here and there, but I'm not trying to do anything too too crazy here. Right. Um, but yeah, a little bit. I think the game has really grown um, in in BC in, in the Vancouver area and in Canada. Um, I think Steve Nash obviously was a very important part of, of the foundation for that, and you know, winning two MVPs back to back, and being from Victoria, BC, and, and all that, right? Uh, but the game has grown. The talent level as it's growing in the NBA, it's growing. All the youngsters coming out of, um, Canada are, are there as well. So, uh, it's cool to see how it evolved. Actually, this, the high school I went to two years after I left, they started a basketball Academy. So you could leave half day, uh, leave at lunch and go play basketball, um, and, and train, um, uh, as long as you're meeting a threshold of like 15 hours a week or something like that of training. Um, then you wouldn't have to go to your last two classes. Um, so it was pretty wild stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome.
1: That's pretty cool. Usually uh, when we can get ready to conclude, um, we have a tradition and, and the tradition is to, you know, ask the guests to give our audience, you know, five takeaways. So five pieces of advice or five things they've learned that they want to pass on um, to the audience. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, you know, can you provide us with some five takeaways that might help us, you know, become healthier, become better business people, become better people in general? Um, yep. any tips, you know, whatever.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, the first one would be, Hey, be, be process oriented. Um, you know, however you can uh, focus on the process, focus on the journey because, instant results, you know, you don't often get instant results and usually, um, they don't last very long. So being process oriented is number one. I think that's really important for people to do. Um, they'll, they'll get so much more out of life. Um, number two, we'll, we'll shift gears a little bit. Hey, take care of your health. Exercise daily is so critical. Even if it's for 20 minutes, break a sweat, get the, uh, get the blood flowing, get the heart pumping Um, it's great for your physical and your mental health. Number three, um, I'd say be conscious of what you're putting in your body and always understand, um, and have that awareness. If you're going to be drinking, highly recommend our products and understanding what to do. So a little little plug there. Um, but if you're drinking, yeah, take your DHM detox, feel great. You can use, you know, um, we'll make a little optimal bio discount code. So use optimal bio on our site, 20% off. Um, that's, that's for you guys. Um, and then also, uh, let's see, that was three. Um, make sure you get a good night's sleep. Sleep is so critical, uh, in, in feeling good throughout the day and, and for that balance. So understand what it takes. Uh, you need a bit of routine. Your body has a circadian rhythm that works very, very well. And, um, and make sure you get some good sleep between six and eight, eight hours. And lastly, I actually had this one and I just kind of, it kind of jogged my memory here. But, um, lastly, I think, um, I think, uh, just surround yourself with great people. Um, you know, you are a product of your environment and your surroundings. So, you know, it's been said a million times before, um, the three or four uh, people you spend the most time with or who you eventually become or who you are. So surround yourself with positive people, uh, with people that encourage you to be bet- better and also are, are, striving, um, to do great things and, and, are, are passionate and, you know, uh, towards what they do themselves.
1: Uh, great stuff. So are you going to email us the code, uh, to get that, that 20% discount or do you already know yeah. what it is and you can just tell us?
2: Um, yeah, just use optimal bio, um, okay. at checkout and all one word, we'll put it together um, that'll be 20% off. So no days punch in optimal bio. And there we go. 20% off all our products.
1: Fantastic. Well, Nishal, thank you very much for uh, uh, a great conversation today. And um, I wish you nothing but the best of luck and uh, love to have you on down the road to, you know, check on your progress and see how many more products you have and what the benefits of those are going to be as well. So thank you.
2: Thank you, Jim. Honestly, it was an absolute pleasure. I uh, love the conversation. Love learning more about you and uh, and, and chatting today. I can't wait to, to talk in the future and and come down and visit you in North Carolina as well.
1: Love to have you. Remember, no days and optimal bio is the code. Thank you, everybody. Thanks so much.
0: This has been a production of Optimal Bio. Optimal Bio is CEO, Tyler Brandon, podcast host and partner, Jim Baker, medical director, Greg Brannan, production assistance by Core Media, Beth Grabencourt, administrator, Kevin Duthu, executive producer. The podcast can be found on our website, optimalbio.com, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Our theme song is Sunwave by Paradiso, provided by Epidemic Sound. Thank you.